We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Alright, here we go. Summer League finale. First rule of Summer League is it's only Summer League. So let's overreact anyway. It's a little bit of deja vu, JD, because the last game we were talking about the the outstanding play of Quentin Grimes and Miles McBride. And today against these Hawks in a revenge game. Yes, they weren't there, but they remember. The Knicks rookies would look no further than to the three ball because Quentin Grimes was back in his bag. Six of 12 from downtown. Miles McBride, five of eight from downtown. And they would never look back, man. Knicks coasted in this thing from beginning to end. Wire to wire. Victory, 104-85. We didn't have to hear about the Sharif Cooper stuff because Miles McBride took care of him, made quick work out of him. Cooper had to quit this game. And then in the end, look, IQ delivered, hit a couple of clutch buckets, and uh, put the lead back up to 14, man. And that was a wrap. Knicks win, 104-85. to Summer league over. And we look forward to training camp, man. Knicks Fan TV Live, presented by Manscaped. CP, JD Sports Talk in the building. JD, first rule of summer league is it's only summer league, but let's overreact. This is the last one. Knicks finished five and two, or six, uh, four and two, sorry, in the summer league. Got the extra game, played the most games in the summer league. They cheated us out of the championship, but that's neither here nor there. How you feeling, bro? Feel great. Overreaction continues. Yeah. Um, I feel vindicated. We got our revenge. Yeah. So now we can we can chill. You know, Facts. I know we lost in the playoffs, but. We got it back today. We got, we got it, it back. back in summer league. Clap back. <laughs> we clap back. <laughs> and uh, now, hey, the robbery is tied. The robbery is tied. <laughs> oh, bro. Real talk, man. You know, um, the, I, yeah. I'm. You know, it was it was a great night. Um, 
love the way uh, they finished Summer League and the performances by the young rooks, by the draft picks, mm-hmm. kind of solidifying, you know, where they were selected, uh, giving confidence to, to, to the coaches, to the fan base, to everyone. So yeah. let's, you know, I look forward to tonight's show and let's start overreacting. Well, let's start overreacting. And, and you know, it's, it's a little more of, of what we saw on Saturday, man, because I started off that show really talking about the fact that, you know, just really looking at the guys that we brought in. Um, in terms of the goals that this front office had in terms of, you know, again, it wasn't the superstars. We didn't we didn't get that superstar player, but they tried to build this team or add to this team shot creators, pull up shooters uh, within within their means. You know, they didn't they didn't necessarily over overspend, you know, they didn't reach too, too far. And, and they, they try to get some guys who could who could create their own. And who could pull up? And, and once again today, we saw that with with uh, Grimes and McBride. The game starts off. Grimes hits a three pointer, hits another three pointer on an and one, misses the free throw, and then gets his, gets the rebound and hits another three. So Grimes starts off the game on a nine zero run by himself. You had McBride come in. He's playing Cooper end to end, shutting him out of the game. It was just beautiful to see, and then and then McBride's offense started coming around. He starts killing it, so it, it was just it was just great to see, man. What what you see out of both of these guys today? You know, I'll tell you one thing they they are making Leon Rose look good about what Plan B was. <laughs> I tell you that thing, you yeah. know, um, you know, started with the front office. Their performance so far is 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 making you know Leon Rose. I don't feel good about the decisions they make. As I, you know, we mentioned before, I thought they had a plan A and it was Trey Murphy or Trey Mann, either or, or both of them. And they went with Grimes at McBride and they are rewarding him with that decision. And tonight, you know, I thought that, you know, with McBride, started with McBride, you know, I'm loving this kid more and more because you can tell that, Whenever he looks at who the opponent is, he's going to zero in on whoever he needs to defend. He's going to take some of these yep. matchups personally. Full court. And it looked like he took tonight's matchup personally. You know, they said that Cooper wasn't feeling good. Well, CP, we got, we untapped the new talent. We drafted a guard that's going to make other guards, you know, get sick. <laughs> We've right. never had that before. Sick to so. his stomach, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that Cooper all of a sudden didn't feel good. I think McBride didn't make him feel good. And you know, the Hawks just said, All right, you know, you're it's not your night. Let's just, you know, let's close it out for the night. Yeah. And you know, um, I'm I'm excited about McBride's defense. It continues our talk about you're gonna have to find a way to give yeah. him minutes. Gonna have to find and minutes. with Grimes, you mentioned the way he started the game. He's had this little habit, you know, to start games. It's like he makes his first shot. He makes the first three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, man, you talk about ending strong. You talk, you talk about having confidence. Um, CP, this might be, you know, we t- at the beginning of the summer league, we, we've been talking about McBride getting minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Grimes might be. Ha- yeah. He's making another. Grimes said, hold my beer. Facts. Because he is making a conversation himself about getting minutes and – Man, this this Knicks team is going to be pretty good this season, I think. Yeah. And, and, you know, what you like about both of them is that 
Um, they just play within themselves. You know, they, they stay aggressive, but they're not forcing it too, too much. You know what I mean? Especially with McBride. He's just very poised, very patient, waits for the screen. You know, he knocks down the mid-range. That's his game. He shoots the three when he has it. He had four dimes today. I thought, he you know, he made the right play in facilitating uh, out of the pick and roll. Picked up Cooper from full court, as you said, plays with that chip on his shoulder. How about the, the inbounds play when when uh, they got it to him on the baseline and he yammed it on Cooper? I think that was when Cooper had to sit. I think yeah. at that point, <laughs> at that point, Cooper said, Coach, I need, I need a breather, man. Send me back to Atlanta because uh, I'm, I'm just not up to speed with, with, with the level that this guy is playing at because yeah, McBride was just too intense for him. And, and, the mo- and, and one of the encouraging things, as we've continued to say, is that you know they drafted two guys that are both good you know have displayed good rebounding skills and great defense so you know as young men it doesn't seem like even when they have a difficult night offensively it is going to affect any other categories out on the court and especially their defense so tom thibodeau has to be you know excited about the weapons that he has at his disposal in the event that you know you have injuries or things happen in the season this Knicks team has answers and we've talked in previously about making trades or doing this or doing that mm-hmm. you know there's no need for to do that anymore at least for this season or at least to start the season because this Knicks team is pretty deep gotta embrace that depth man have to embrace that depth no doubt about it uh with Grimes you know I mean he was hitting he was hitting the three from Every spot on the court, bro. The corners, top of the key, the elbow. I mean, he could not miss 6-12 from downtown. You mentioned the rebounding numbers again with six boards tonight. Uh, this plus 18 on the night, 10-17 overall. Uh, I thought Grimes was, was lights out tonight. Absolutely lights out tonight, man. And, well, you know, I think, I think McBride will see the court more next season if if all things you know remain the same and, and guys stay healthy but you know once, once he gets his opportunities i'm gonna be looking forward to it man definitely gonna be looking forward to seeing what grimes could do out there in the court bro yeah and, and listen it's a it's a 82 game season yeah so you know we're going back to the 82 games mm-hmm. and let's be honest you know when you look at some of the guys in front of them with burks with rose with kemba you know there's a lot of injury, history, injury 40, questions 40, 40. everywhere you know, Fournier yeah. for everyone, yeah. everyone, even for Sims at center with Noel and Mitch. Yeah. And things is ebbs and flows. It's a long True. season. Things happen back to backs, injuries. These players will get a chance at some point in the season. And I am confident that when they do, they'll be ready to play because that's one of the things that they've displayed in the summer league that, you know, they'll be ready to to play and their skill set will translate well over to the NBA because in, in the example of Grimes, you put him in a game, you're just asking him to play defense and hit the corner three. Yeah, you right, know, right. He's not even going to be asked to shoot 12 threes like right. he did tonight. So the roles will be, you know, more specified. It will be minimized, and that should give them more confidence yeah. and not have that pressure to have to do more than what they need to. That's right. And and they understand that. What That's the important thing. They they are in a great situation because they're coming on a team that's a playoff team, right? Grimes and McBride are mm-hmm. coming into a situation where, you know, in this organization is not asking them to come in and start and lead teams. Right. Just come in, play a role, develop and practice, and let's take it step and, by step. And they'll be all right, man. That's that's exactly right. 
That's exactly right. Great point there. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. We got over 1,000 people in the chat right now, JD. The overreactions are going crazy. Chat is going crazy <laughs> right now. I can't even keep up because, uh, you know, this is just the, the way out of fever pitch, man. I think I'm hearing Clay Thompson. For I, I, oh, oh, you're hearing Clay Thompson. You're hearing H2O, Allen Houston. I mean, the overreactions, they jumping out the window in summer league, bro. Jumping Ooh. out the window. But, you know, mm. it's just the enthusiasm to see a, a, a young rookie class playing well and as you said displaying some of the skill sets that we think should be able to translate even at the rookie even as rookies you know in mm-hmm. next season where they when it comes to defense when it comes to spot up shooting you know they're gonna have stick grimes in the corner corner threes all day they're gonna have mcbride pestering opposing guards you know he's gonna do that so just those little things alone they'll be able to help this team in when they get their their opportunities and the crazy thing is, that's just two draft picks. Yeah. They still have other. They, they still yeah. have two other draft picks. One that's going to go overseas, and another one that we'll talk about later. So yeah. it just goes to show you what 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 looks like right now to have been an outstanding plan B from the front office. One hundred percent. I want to shout out Junie Gyllenhaal for the super chat. Uh, they say with Kemba Rose, Burks, and Fournier, if this is who McBride and Grimes are as guards, where does IQ and his poor decision-making and shot selection land? We just talked about this, bro. We, ju- we just said someone was they were going to trash IQ. So, so rightfully so, let's get to IQ today. Came back from the groin injury, 14 points. Six rebounds, seven assists, three of 18 from the field, three of eight, 14 from three. What do you think about IQ tonight? You know what? It might surprise some. And I was telling you this behind uh, backstage, CP. I, I, I thought if he would have made some shots, people might say tonight this could have been his best performance in terms of the point guard role. It's, it wasn't perfect. And he had seven assists. But he could have had more assists. Um, he had a play in the third where he he had a perfect pass to Sims in um, on the center three. Sims mm. missed the shot. Mm-hmm. That would have been an assist. He had another play where he missed the three, got the rebound on the fourth quarter, um, and he had a hockey assist where he passed it to Grimes. Grimes yep. passed it to Selden. Selden hit the three. Mm-hmm. Quickly doesn't get the assist there, but he you know, created the play. So from a point guard's perspective, I thought he was solid, actually. It's just the shot selection. That is a valid point. Um, You know, you continue to want to improve that. But, you know, I just think he has the green light from this organization. I think he has the green light. What I would like for him to do, CP, is the shots that he made, he made two threes where he used Sims as a screener and he got comfortable looks. You do that more often. Yeah. Use your big man to create space so that you get better looks at the basket so that your shots are higher percentage shots. Mm-hmm. That's what I would like for him to improve. I just personally think that this organization has given him the green light. But from a distributing perspective, I thought he was pretty solid. And he was, and we talked about this plus minus that, well, I'm going to use it to my advantage today. He was a plus 19, even as he went three for 18. Yeah. He had six rebounds. Um, and only two turnovers in 30 minutes. So, you know, I will say this. If he goes three for 14 in the season, McBride is taking minutes. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and you instigated that, CP, but did, it, it, it's fast. growing It's growing some legs here. It's growing legs. Yeah, that, that's a fact, bro. Look, I, I agree with you. I, I think 
yes, this, the shot selection was questionable. Um, he had he had yet again another rim attempt where he tried to draw the foul and it was just kind of like a, a prayer type of layup and it was just you know just real sloppy and he could have just taken it to it with force and and drawn the contact and, and maybe gotten the layup but you know he was looking for the bailout by the reps and didn't get it we know that they're not going for that anymore so he's got to make those adjustments so the shots were questionable second half I thought he settled in as you said he, he fed off for the Sims picks. The the uh the defenders were ducking under the picks. He was making them pay, and he hit a couple in the fourth that that pretty much opened the back up to seal the game. So I thought his shot picked up a, a bit better in the second half. First half was very shaky. As a facilitator, I thought he did fairly well. He caught Sims for that monster Gotham lob. He caught Obi on a couple slip screens. He he had yep. the touchdown dime to to Grimes in transition. Yep. Had another one into Grimes in transition with a bounce pass. Fed Grimes on the run. Grimes yep. hit the layup. I thought quickly did did fairly well pushing the pace and getting the offense going. And then in the third quarter, when when the offense was really flowing, he accounted for some assists, but also some hockey assists, as you said. Yeah. So, you know, another night, I think, what do you have? Six assists tonight? Seven. Seven. And he, it seems like he's had no less than that in, in, yeah. the, in the six games. Um, so I think that where, this, where the decision-making has been questionable for me has been in terms of the shots, the shot selection, but I think as a facilitator, and, and they wanted him to assume more of that responsibility, obviously it was on him to do so in summer league, being, being the only uh, uh, you know credible point guard or, or ball handler, lead ball handler. I thought he did fairly well. You know We'll get to the play grades after we take calls, but I thought quickly did fairly well, man. Shots have to come around, obviously. You know, that, that wasn't uh, encouraging. But, you know, again, it's, it's only summer league, and, and when we get to the regular season, he'll be asked to do a little bit less. And so you're hoping that uh, they'll they'll get him some better shots in rhythm when he gets up with the main ball club. But again, 40% from two last year, you want to see that improve. And and that's going to improve by taking better shots at the rim and better shots in the mid-range. Yeah. And and you mentioned there, you know, his role in this uh, summer league has been as the lead guard. So even a lot of the shots that he has taken has been him trying to create the shot for himself. Right. Right. And so what you would hope is now when he, you know, summer league is over, now you are playing with, you know, your top players in the roster with Kemba, with Rose playing with you. He's going to get different types of shots. Now he's Mm -hmm. going to get a lot of set shots. So you hope that that change will result in higher percentage shots and in, you know, shots going in than what he's doing now in summer league where He's creating a lot of shots. I don't think we've seen a lot of times during the summer league in all the games he played where you could show me more than maybe two, three shots where he was wide open and he got the pass and he was set shooting. Yeah. A lot of his shots were him trying to create it for himself. And that's not going to be his role in in the season, I would expect, right. unless he's like hot in a game and then, you know, he's taken over. So. Okay. He had he's going to he's going to get better opportunities. His role is going to be specified now that this is over. But I will say he does have a little bit of pressure to hit shots because his role is going to be now to make those shots, because if he doesn't, McBride may steal minutes and all it's going to take for McBride is to come in, take get an opportunity, take advantage of it. And then Tibbs is going to definitely, you know, get have a lot more trust in McBride playing out there, even if he's a rookie. 
True indeed, true indeed. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. CPJD here recapping the 104-85 win over the Hawks in the Summer League finale. Let me salute some of the super chats that have come in, JD. Some of the overreactions. Let's let's get to it. Salute my guy, Lord Barker Rock Jr. He says, CP and JD, you can tell the young Knicks don't like the Hawks. <laughs> the Knicks toyed and destroyed them. Cooper was absent. Have a seat. Go Knicks. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. They weren't there, but they remember. The North remembers, man. You know what I mean? Julie's probably called him like, yo, don't let him get out of line, man. We, we got to set the tone early. And that's what they did. Junie Gyllenhaal, I, I read that comment. Appreciate you, Junie. Jose Chavez um, sends a super chat. Says Grimes has a Clay Thompson slash Devin Book type game. Overreaction. He just needs to work on his handles a little. McBride can be an all-star. Sims is strong. C.L. Kenrick sends a super chat, says 21 three-pointers from the Knicks tonight. Grimes with 26 points. Let's go Knicks. And shout out to Big Use says, if Sims keeps improving and proving his worth early in the season, does that motivate you to trade Mitch for another yeah. potential key player? <laughs> overreactions. Let the overreactions wow. begin, folks. I, I mean, why, 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 why go out there with the Knicks starting lineup, right? CP, yeah. we got one right now. We got one here. Grimes is an we all-star. We can trade. We got Dwight Howard at center. Start so him. let's just trade the starting five and let's go with these guys. Just get it over with, man. Six <laughs> points, 13 boards for, for uh, Sims tonight. One block. Hey, he's been steady, man. He's been steady. Got to the free throw line. You know, drew, draw some, drew some contact. So that was that was good to see. They had the monster alley-oop in the, in the first quarter. We had Channing Fry talking about reminds me of a, of a young Channing Fry. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, stop it, fam, stop it. That's my guy, though. Channing Fry was hilarious. Other he was hilarious. He was hilarious. Hilarious. Now, yo, Sims look good, man. Like like we've been saying these past few games, the fundamentals are there. Sets excellent screens, which is which is um, it's one of those things that that you don't factor in when you're watching games. It's like when you think about guys like Taj. You know, one of the things that Taj does very well is setting screens. And when mm-hmm. we talk about um, getting separation from people in the league, and, it, and it's very difficult to do, especially in the playoffs. You know, you're not just going to blow past a guy. You're not just going to bully ball past a guy. You know, setting those screens are very important. They they started creating those screen assists and things of that nature, uh, trying to calculate, you know, those type of things. But I think, you know, it's very important, and, and, and that's a good skill that uh that sims has just from a fundamental standpoint right and we talked about you know now you know how can players like him impress enough in combine workouts or in pre-draft workouts to be able to in today's modern nba you know mention that aspect of his game you know how can you really identify or quantify that in a practice that's something that you have to see it in a game right so you can see the type of spacing that he creates and that lob that he received that dunk if you look at the replay, he was on an island by himself because after he set that screen, the guy just died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. had the clear lane. And I only think about, you know, what that could do for our guards, you know, for guys like Kemba, for guys like Rose, for any future guards that he plays with. You know, Dwight Howard, one of the biggest values of Dwight Howard throughout his career and why he still saw after even now is that yep, is right, his right. ability to set hard screens to you know be physical mm-hmm. to create lanes for 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 the guards 
And that's that's something that you can't even teach. I mean, you can't coach. It's just a natural talent. You can only teach the technique of it so that he can even be get better at it. And that dude is strong. So, yeah. you know, um, and again, he seems to have a soft touch, hit some free throws. Um, he missed a shot. He shot a turnaround jumper from the paint. And he missed it. But again, I still thought it was a positive because this guy, although he's quiet, he's showing quiet confidence in his afraid. game. He's not afraid to shoot. Yeah. So with a talent like that and a player with that personality, you just coach him up with Kenny Payne and you don't know what type of post game he could develop in the future. That's why I'm quietly excited about Sims being a future rotational player for the Knicks. True story. And, and for now, um, he'll, he'll be in Westchester. He's on the, he's on the two way contract, not going anywhere. He'll spend 50 games with the Knicks He'll be down in Westchester developing. So uh, re- regardless, you know, of how much playing times he gets with the main roster, uh, Sims will be will be here developing. So that that's an encouraging sign. And and again, you never know with, with Mitch's uh, injury history. Noel as well has has uh, you know questions in, in terms of his durability. You just never know. Key hope everybody stays healthy, but uh, you just never know. So Sims, uh, another good night, another good night for Sims. Um, Obi. 11 points for Obi, 4-12 from the field, 1-4 from downtown, 9 rebounds, 3 steals. You know, probably it wasn't his greatest game, but I think overall, um, you know, again, I was encouraged with his play in Summer League, man. Just encouraged to see him get his confidence up, get his legs under him to kind of push him into training camp. They said Julius called him. Julius called Obi uh, the other night just, just telling him how much he needed him on the team, so trying to boost his confidence even further. And I, th- I think Obi's really going to give us a lift off the bench with the second unit next year. I agree. Um, I think that's your takeaway um, from it is um, it's exactly that, is that he was he had the opportunity to play a lot of minutes. Um, he averaged over 32 minutes, I believe, this summer league. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you gave him an opportunity to be a leader um, when he asked for the ball throughout the summer league. He got he got that. Um, and he was he got the opportunity to make mistakes, to be aggressive. And that's a process in itself. Again, he I know it's only summer league, but he never received these type of minutes at any point last season. True. So you want to give him that opportunity now, um, because even in preseason, if you really pay attention, a lot of these coaches in preseason, they don't necessarily play a lot of these guys over 30 or 40 minutes so much just because since you're so close to the season you kind of want to go into the season with health have Mm -hmm. a healthy team so this is the opportunity now to play him as much as you can he's a young guy and i think i'm just ready now to see him play with kemba i'm ready to see him play with rose i'm ready now to see him play with everyone else because as i mentioned even in the summer league he necessarily still didn't play with that playmaking point guard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that he will have the opportunity to play with now um, in, you know, in training camp. Seems like he was trying to get the three ball straightened out as well. You know, last year it would be just like feast of famine. Sometimes it would be on the mark and other times it would be like way out, <laughs> way out of left field, bro. <laughs> like there was no in between. You know what I'm saying? He was either dead on or just completely off. Um, but it seems like he, he's working on it and trying to get that that timing down, get his mechanics down on that. And those could be where his opportunities come next year, you know, in pick and pop situations. Uh, hopefully there's more of him attacking the basket. But, um, you know, we you know, they had him in the corners last year. And so hopefully, it, obviously, if, if that's his uh, opportunities again next year, 
you hope that he's just a bit more efficient from downtown. But I, again, I want to see him taking advantage of the mismatches when he has it in terms of attacking the basket and in terms of being in the post. You know, last yeah. year it didn't see, he couldn't even post up some guards last year, and that was yeah. a bit discouraging. Yeah. So hopefully he gets a little bit more strength and, and the confidence to take it when, when the mismatch is there. Yeah, and I still think he's still trying to find himself in terms of what type of player he's going to be um, in terms of having a balanced game between shooting the three, understanding when to post, understanding when to pick and roll, Mm -hmm. like that whole package of moves. um, I think he's trying to understand, you know, when to pick his spots and what to do at certain points of, of the game. And I think that's, that's why I want to see him with the veterans. And, you know, there's some stuff that he still needs to improve. At times, he still looks a little bit out of control. Yeah. As I mentioned, he got caught in the air on one drive. And I personally think, as I mentioned to UCP, that was a product also of Sims being on the court where the paint the, was The one where he tried to dunk bit. on the dude from the free throw off the pick and yeah, roll when he tried yeah. to dunk on the dude. I was like, yo, Obi, come on, man. Like, it yeah, wasn't there for even, you, man. Yo, even if he had the clear lay, I don't know if he would have dunked that. Yeah, like, come on, fam. It's just not there. There was like three guys in the paint, bro. Yeah, and and I think, yeah, that's, and that's what I'm saying. I still think he's trying to still understand how to – play the game and also understand his strengths and weaknesses because he catches a play like that. He thinks he can make a play. You have to understand, you know, what you can do and what you can't do yeah. and, you know, take it step by step. A true story. Before we get to the phones, I want to once again salute everybody in the chat. Let's get those likes up. There's 1,600 people in here. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Hit that like button. Let YouTube know this is the number one show for the fans by the fans. Knicks Fan TV. Welcome to all the Knicks fans, all the Nick haters, all the Hawks fans. I know some of you guys are in here as well. We know that. There is no Hawks Fan TV, so you come here to watch and, and get a listen. And if you're listening, Knicks won 104.85. It really wasn't a game. All right, we got our revenge, just a little revenge. But anyway, uh, yeah, let, let's hit, the, hit that thumbs up button, people. I'll show you right now, man. See this right here? Right there. Hit that thumbs up button. Don't worry about that one thumbs down. You, we always got haters. That's okay. We, we, we appreciate them too. But just hit that like button. It, it goes a long way in promoting the show. I, I tell you guys that all the time. Subscribing to the channel, sharing the videos, hitting the like button, hit the thumbs up button. You, you got to trigger the algorithm. You got to trigger that YouTube algorithm. It brings more people in here. More people we get, uh, the better callers we get, the more audience we get. It, you know, it just goes hand in hand in, in building this thing up. This is a grassroots movement, and it only moves the way you make it move. So if you guys can hit that like button, let's get up to 1,000 likes, and uh, that'll put us in a good position. The other announcement, the 40K giveaway. You guys thought I forgot about that. I did not forget about it. It is up right now. And to celebrate Knicks Fan TV crossing the 40,000 subscriber threshold, also hit 20,000 on Instagram, I'm giving away, I'm giving to you, the fans, an autographed R.J. Barrett Spalding Ball authentic signature with the certificate and everything from Steiner Sports. I'm giving it to you for free. I don't care where in the world you are. Anybody can sign up. Go to KnicksFanTV.com right now or after the show, and you'll see the pop-up. The pop-up will come up. You sign up. There's additional ways that you can win by like subscribing to YouTube, subscribing to Instagram, all those things. You can increase your chances to win by doing so. And we will announce the winner on Sunday's show, Sunday's edition of Knicks Fan TV Live. We will announce the winner. So just go to KnicksFanTV.com and sign up for the giveaway. All right, to the phones we go. JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, how you feeling, bro? 
Yo, what's good, fellas? What's going on? How you feeling, man? Good, man, good. Yeah, man, just McBride and Grimes. I mean, what could you even say, man? The thing that impressed me so much about McBride, McBride tonight was just he had it going in the first half, and most young players trying to, you know, show impress the coaches, he would say, okay, I'm going to go for 30 or 40. He didn't even really attempt shots in the second, you know, in the third yeah. and fourth quarter. So to me, you know, that says a lot about him. He's like, I'm just going to do the little things. I'm going to defend, make smart plays, and let other guys, you know, just score. And just, I just love that they're both two-way players, man. Like, they just they both defend. The thing with uh, Grimes, he's a better, he's a little better creator than I thought. It's not like nothing crazy. It's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, straight line creating. But it's not, it's not that terrible, man. Just the way they did these, these two can just both shoot the three and just two-way players. Yeah. I, I hope they get minutes because, you know, they deserve it. Like you guys were saying with Rose and Kemba's, you know, injury, you know, history, they could they could miss time and Noel and Mitch. And I would like to see Sims get time. Let's not forget him tonight. What do you have, like 14 boards? Third, yeah, about so 13. all three of them, man, they're just – yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just all three of them right now. I know it's only summer league. You know, we've been there before with Knox and it's still early, obviously, but you just got to be so impressed by all three of them. It's just – Really impressive. And the play uh, McBride, I love too. My favorite play from him tonight was the play at the end of the first half when Cooper was trying to crack him. And I was like, he's not going nowhere. He's not going to move him. And then he forced him into the air ball to end the first half. Yeah. So and and how about we, we need to talk about how he forced him into that eight second violation? Forced, forced yeah, Cooper yeah, into the eight right. second violation, yeah. McBride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. His defense was on the money exactly. tonight. Crazy, crazy good defense. Man, and last thing, real quick, I just JD, man, you're doing a great job, man. CP, you've just given just another great addition you made to this show, man, with Ashley and CK. So, it definitely, you know, just all three of them, they just bring different things to the show. So, you're doing a great job. Appreciate bro. it, bro. It's just crazy, man. 1600, yeah, absolutely, no doubt. It's crazy. 1600 for a summer league, summer and league, man. We 1500 strong. This great show, yeah. Imagine a Nets fan TV that wouldn't even have nah, this for the playoffs. They don't care about that, man. Reads, They're front so. runners. It's crazy. They're front runners, man. Appreciate <laughs> the up, call, fellas. bro. Yeah, man. Pre- appreciate the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. 1,500 strong. Great <laughs> call. We recap Great call. A summer league game, man. Yeah. No. Um, Great call. They, 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 they've been impressive, those those two guys, McGri- McBride and Grimes. They've been very impressive, um, very sharp. Defense has not skipped a beat since game one. You know, with Grimes, you were waiting for the shot to come around, but his defense has been on the money, puts a lot of pressure on the ball, very sharp and moving through screens, you know, very smart. McBride as well, picking up 94 feet. I think they said in the telecast, it might have been Channing Fry. He was like, I think the Knicks might be the only team that picks up from four <laughs> in summer league. Yo, like, Channing yeah, was man. bugging, but it was yeah, facts, though. Out. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. He was like, yeah. he said that. And, you know, um, one possession, you know, you talked about the McBride eight-second defensive possession. There was also another one where uh, McBride on Cooper and Cooper couldn't go anywhere. And then the, the shot clock is winding down. McBride, uh, Cooper tries to give McBride a little street ball move, a little hesitation move. He steps to the right, shoots a three, short. And McBride did not fall for none of that. And those are moves, especially from guys like Cooper – you know, Trey Young, these guys that have a lot of the Kyrie Irving, a lot of these street ball moves, a lot of players fall for these jukes. And mm-hmm. him staying squared with Cooper and still contesting the shot, 
and affecting his his airspace. Yo, you talk about I, I don't even know if it's an overreaction to say McBride. I want to see him against Trey Young. I want to see him against some of these. Yeah. The only guy that that will probably still give him the business is Kyrie, because to me, Kyrie is on another. Oh, level. yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie of one on one play. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than ridiculous. him, he's ridiculous. I, McBride he's ridiculous. to me is ready to defend a lot of NBA guards. And with Grimes, I think, as he said, he has a shot creation ability, but not too crazy. But it's re- it's it's a lot better than Reggie Bullock, I yeah, tell you that. And I that's think it. that was the philosophy of this team is can we get players that can do can have that as part of the game, mm-hmm. even if it's not elite. But you have that ability so that when you moving the ball around around the court, anybody that touches the ball can take a dribble towards the basket. Yeah. And, and the thing with Grimes, too, is that he keeps the, the offense flowing. He doesn't hold on to the ball for too long. Like if, if he doesn't have a shot that he likes. He might try to attack. If we don't got it, he'll move it. You know what I mean? So the offense always flows when, when Grimes is in, is in the game. He pushes the ball ahead off the rebound. Uh, McBride does the same thing. And and I like that. They they both keep the offense flowing. Again, they, they don't hold on to the rock too much. And, uh, yeah, just steady, man. Just steady players. Look, looking forward to seeing what they can do uh, at the next level. Shout out to uh, Greg's, Greg Film Stuff. Sends a super chat. He says, do you guys think the Knicks need that prototypical three? Or are you guys comfortable with RJ or Fournier commanding the spot in the immediate future? I really wanted Trey Murphy in the draft because he would have fit perfectly. What, what do you think about that one, J.D.? Well, Trey Murphy definitely would have fit perfectly. Yeah. Um, you know, he's played extremely well in this summer league, hitting threes, playing defense and rebound the basketball because I've been following um, him uh, specifically. So he definitely at 6'9 would have been a perfect uh, wing three. Mm-hmm. But CP, I mean, when you look at this roster right now, you know, I had said that I still think the Knicks would could use a wing defender, but. Yo, where are you gonna? Even if you bring yeah. him, where are you gonna slot him at? I yeah. think this well, they is... picked up. They picked up Bacon. He's he's more of a he's more of a two to three tweener than a, than a true three. Right, but... and we don't even know if he's gonna make the team at right. the end of the right. day. Right, we don't right? even know so... what, what type of contract they got him. They gave. I him. think. Hey, listen, I've said it before, and you know we'll we'll get more in depth as you know we get into future shows and talks about projections and expectations. Mm-hmm. But this is RJ's time. I think the yeah. organization. You know, this is year three. You know, a lot of Nick fans, nobody wants to trade him. So now is this time to show us why we believe so much of him. And I think yeah. this is his opportunity to take a lot of the difficult uh, defensive assignments that Reggie Bullock got, yeah. got last year. This is going to be RJ's opportunity to do so. And it's going to be his opportunity to also take a next step offensively. We talk about offseason additions. One of the offseason additions that we have yet to see is what year three RJ, RJ, RJ is. RJ year three. He's in, the, <laughs> he's in the lab right now, J.D. He's in the lab. See, RJ, he's not one. He don't, he don't really show off too much of the offseason. A little bit. You know, his trainer might do something. You, you may see a little, you know, 360 here there. He's working. The kid is working. Yeah, RJ's working. Wait, but but he's I going to eat. Yeah, he's going to eat. And, and I agree with you, man. I think it's his time. I like him better at the three, actually. And I think that we've seen a good sample size from him last year in defending threes. I, th- I think that's what it's going to come down to, you know, is going to be the defense. Fournier, 6'7". Uh, I didn't watch every Boston game or to, to really see, to really gauge how well he defends, you know, like how we watch Knicks game. So that'll be left to be seen. It's going to be left to be seen. I thought I thought Bullock was a better overall individual and team defender than Fournier, not locked down by any stretch. But, but, but 
Bullock as a three or two, however you want to describe him as a wing, he gave you that versatility that I'm not sure you're going to get as much from RJ or Fournier because Bullock, sometimes he would guard the ones, the twos, or the threes. And and that's why it's going to be RJ's responsibility, CP, because last year you had Peyton and Bullock. So Thibodeau had the flexibility to interchange based on matchups on who he wanted to guard who. This season, guess what? Kemba's going to have to guard the point guard because you're not going to put RJ on Trey Young. Yeah. Right. So Kemba is going to have to take the point guard assignment straight up mm-hmm. uh, because you're not going to expose Fournier, nor are you going to use RJ, who doesn't have quick feet defensively, at least not to guard guards, small guards. So RJ is going to have to, you know, step up to the plate and, and you know, take make a big leap in year three. And I'm confident he will. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And 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 that's why Tibbs like Peyton. And again, don't don't throw tomatoes in the chat. I'm not I'm not hyping Peyton, but I'm telling you what Tip said on record about Peyton in terms of why he stuck with him was number one how he attacked the paint, but number two at six four he's a switchable defender, and so that also helped within the team defense. Right? I'm not saying he was locked down by any stretch. What Tibbs is just saying was that you know that you wouldn't have so much mismatches on the court. That are ex- that are vulnerable or or be exposed there because Peyton offered a bit more size and so with Kemba again you know well it's gonna be left to be seen how Kemba and Fournier now fit into the overall team concept of Tibbs and how much he's willing to sacrifice a little bit of defense when you'd expect an uptick in offense so it's gonna be gonna be left to be seen because I'd still like to see them push the pace a little bit. I think that will that will um, impact the defensive numbers. So so we'll see what happens there. <laughs> CP, as soon as you said Peyton, tomatoes, Tom- they tomatoes don't even care what you the, said. The tomatoes are fly, man. I, I threw them the alley, man. I threw the chat the alley. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. But you know, I also on the on the on the three thing, um, you know, we saw in the finals how guys like uh, Jay Crowder, Macau Bridges, those threes at times they can play the four, they can guard the fours in certain situations. And and again, just talking about the flexibility, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how we go there um, with the Knicks and whether we have that. I'm just not so sure. So you may have to keep guys in their natural roles. You may not have the the versatility as some other teams have in terms of how they use their three in in certain situations. So it'll it'll be left to be seen. But, But great question by Greg Film Stuff. All right, let me try to find. I, I know another super chat came in, so just hang tight. For some reason in the in the YouTube console, it's not showing me the super chats, uh, so I gotta go through like back channels to to find it. So just hang tight. We'll get to the phones. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to uh, Zion from New York. Zion, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. What's good, CP and JD? How you feeling? Can you guys bro? hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, man. You you're That's on. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So this is summer league, so I gotta overreact. So let's go, man. This, the games, this, this is the show to overreact, bro. Let's about, get it. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking like, yo, is McBride and Grimes are they the next Splash Brothers or are they the next Clamps Brothers? Because <laughs> the Clamps they've been Brothers. Down threes, I like that. Let's locking, go. Knocking down threes, locking up the guards. When I saw uh, Grimes hit three threes in like two minutes, and yeah. you know, Deuce been hitting like five for six, like five plus threes in the last three games. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been loving what I'm seeing from them. And, uh, 
it's just so amazing to see how they're both ball hogs on defense. Yeah. Like, they love playing defense and their defensive instincts are just through the roof. And yeah, I'm super excited to see how they're going to develop under coach Tom Thibodeau and really hope that they can be put into rotation and at least get some experience. Because uh, one thing that I didn't like about Tibbs is that I feel like he didn't play the rookies as much, but I'm really hoping that they can get that experience because uh, maybe it's just a high right now, but I see them being uh, our backcourt of the future. Clamps brothers, Splash brothers, whatever Clamps you want to call brothers, them. Clamps brothers, let's yeah, go. We got two good ones. We got good, two uh, young young kids in this uh, in our team, and I really want them to develop. And yeah, sky's the limit for them for sure. Let's do it. Pre- yeah, appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call, Clamps brothers. Well, at the very least, you know, um, they both came from. Good, they both come from a good pedigree, great coaches. You know, Kelvin Sampson, uh, uh, um, uh, Coach Wiggins, Huggins, Huggins from West Virginia, known to be defensive-oriented head coaches. You know, West Virginia has had some some good defensive players, Jay Crowder, one of them. So, uh, you know, McBride comes from a good pedigree, and, and Grimes as well. Uh, salute to everybody in the chat once again. Let me get to another super chat. Boston Nick, he says, have a lineup with McBride, Grimes, and Bacon and have them trap the ball every time. Call it Bacon McGriddle Sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) I'm going to go to the store and ask for that. And I know they're not going to know what I'm talking about, but I'm still going to do it. Let me get a bacon does, McGriddle sandwich. Does, does McDonald's still make the McGriddle? I, I stopped eating McDonald's a long time ago, bro. But do they still be? I, I remember they 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 had those McGriddles, man. Do they still make those? I don't know. Now I'm buying Happy Meals for my son, so <laughs> yeah. I used yeah, to go, too. but I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I'll be buying Happy Meals for my son and whatnot, but I don't know if the the McGriddles are uh, are still on the menu, man. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I haven't given up on fast food though. I, you know, I've been Chick Fil A since Chick Fil A's been open up in New York. I've been, you know. Uh, giving him my money instead. Mm. Uh, you, 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 your Chick Fil A over the chicken sandwich from Popeyes. Yeah, that yo, that Popeyes is. I mean, they might as well just give you a salt shaker, like just in the middle of the sand. Yo, it's just too much salt in them in them Popeyes sandwiches, bro. I can't do it. You know, <laughs> I take one bite, your, your blood pressure goes through the roof. Like, like, bro, why do you need to put a thousand milligrams of salt in the sandwiches? It don't need to. Be, it's not that serious, man. <laughs> it's too much, bro. It's I too agree. Much. I agree. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I just can't do it, man. It, it's it's mm. just OD with the salt, man. But I've I've had it before. The Popeyes one is all right. It's decent. Well, right. which one would you put over? Uh, which one would you rate the the Popeyes or Chick Fil A? Um, um, probably Chick Fil A. Yeah. I, I would probably I would probably say Chick Fil A, yeah. I'm going. I, I, I've only tried the Popeye sandwich when it got that hype and when it, it got was like hype, yeah. sold out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only tried it once because I went twice, and both times I went, they said you know come back next week. I said wow. That's, so yeah. I just waited till the hype you know died down, and then I went and got it. And I said you know after all this hype, it was it wasn't that serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had it one time. It was all right. It was all right. But I, I, I just go with the spicy deluxe from Chick Fil A. You know, give me one of every sauce that you have. I don't care what if it's brand new. Just give me all of it. And that's the thing with Chick Fil A. They never get skimpy with the sauce, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Chick Fil A, send CP a check, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm giving them way too much hype right now. Way too much hype, man. <laughs> but remember, yeah, man, they're, they're very liberal with the sauce, man. I remember back in the days, some McDonald's, man, they used to try to charge you like, oh, that'll be ten cents for an extra. I'm like, yo. 
just come on, man. I, I, I already paid extra for the super size, bro. Y'all trying to kill me right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, remember the super size? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, we went way off course, man. But it's something we overreacting. We overreacting. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Um, back to the phones. D from North Carolina. D, what's going on? Hey, CP, what's good? JD, what's good? What's good? What's good, bro? Hey, uh, yeah, first thing, you know, I'm, I'm happy with everything that's going down, but I'm a, I want to clarify two things. One, I wasn't throwing a oop last time for them to trade Obi. Mm-hmm. I was actually trying to block that shot. Okay. I don't, I don't want them trading Obi. All right. But um, two, I, I, I'll admit when I was wrong, you know, when I said the other time, that we should have probably grabbed Cam Thomas instead of Grimes because he's proven to be a better fit. You know, I like the way he's playing. I guess those texts from Anthony Hardaway and and um, uh, what's his name was uh, they they helped him out from Allen Houston. Yeah, so, the text that he got. But I asked the question yesterday on Sports Vibe Talk. JD was there. Mm-hmm. 
and I want your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Mitch is going to wind up being uh, Hassan Whiteside 2.0? Oh, you asked it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he, he asked that question. Uh, if Hassan Whiteside you know, is going to be. I'll let you answer and, and that. that that's what I'm scared about. Yeah. I, I feel that we, we should, if if we could trade him for, for Turner and, you know, whatever else goes with it, that we should jump on it because – I don't know. I just have that feeling that that's the way he's going. He's going to do to us. He's going to have like one great year. Yeah. They're going to give him a contract, and then we're going to be stuck with Hassan Whiteside 2.0. Mm. I mean, I appreciate the quality. I I hope not, man. I hope not. It's hard to say, CP, because you have to see what. It's one of those things where it's like, okay. Yeah. Is he going to be a Hassan Whiteside 2.0? Well, we don't even know what his contract year is going to look like. Right. Um, and then, you know, because it's going to be if you want to look at it from the perspective of the caller, I guess it will be difficult to even validate them. Because let's say he has a very good year, hmm. then is the caller going to view it as, oh, Hassan Whiteside 2.0? Or do you view it as he took the next step in his development? Right. Like, do you put that perspective he's on still it? Mad this young. was, you know, he's still mad. Young. What age did, did Whiteside get that bag? He might have been. He could have been close to the same age. Well, let's let's take. No, nah, I don't think he was that young because, um, because he was out of the league, I think, or something like that. And he came back. He might have been like around twenty-seven or something like that. Let's let's, let's do let's do some research here. Okay, so yeah, but see, but but see, Whiteside was putting up numbers though. He was putting up some good numbers when he got that bag. Yeah, he was. I know he was averaging a double double, yeah. and then he was getting even, even with a double double, he was like leading the league in blocks. Yeah, twenty six. Like twenty sixteen. Whiteside was averaging seventeen, fourteen, and two blocks. The year before that, fourteen, eleven, and th- and three blocks, three point seven. Yeah, Whiteside was getting it in for Miami them two years. You know, he was he mm. was getting it in. Um, <clears throat> 2016, he signed a four-year, $98 million contract. Right. He was getting 22 and a year. Mitch ain't getting that. 32 years old today. Right. Which means, what are we, 2021? So you're talking about five years ago? So, he, yeah, he was about 27. And he, he, and he got 22 in 2016. So, how many, I mean, how much would that be worth now? How much would that be worth right now? Mitch, Mitch isn't getting But that. Here's, here's the thing. I will say... Hassan Whiteside's questions, even even coming into the league, were motor right. and desire to be great. Right. Um, and with Mitch, is seems to be more like maturity. Um, I, I, so, I think it's I think it's a little bit of the same, bro. And then not to not to cast any aspersions on him. That's my guy. You know that. But from again, from what I reported last year, that was a little bit of the concern there. You know, we just got to see. But I but I you know. Is he Whiteside 2.0? I, I can't. I don't know if he's early. Whiteside 2.0, but I, I I guess the call the caller's using Whiteside as the template yes, example. Yes, but yeah. I think he is more thinking along the lines like I just don't want this guy to explode, get the bag, and then just totally disappear, go right. back to immature Mitch, and just not. Nah, I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see. You know. That. And like I said, I I think even though Whiteside <clears throat> had more you know statistical productivity. 
I still think some of Mitch's contributions to the team can't be counted on the stat sheet. It's not always about blocks. Yes, you want to see him add more points to the mix, add more, you know, consistent rebounds to the mix, especially defensively, but um, just being switchable on the defensive side and on the perimeter in the pick and rolls, um, I think that adds a lot of value to our team defense. You know, being around the boards offensively, his offensive rebound percentage was at the top of the charts in the league when, when he was yeah. healthy. The the most I think the most underrated aspect of his defense um, is his ability to contest perimeter players. That's a fact. Like, did, what what stat quantifies that? Like, what? Right, right, per, right. Maybe percentage of contest shots? Right. Like, I don't even know if something exists to, you know, evaluate how a, here's a 6'11", 7-foot center, and he could be late on a rotation, and he jumps so high yeah. that he's either going to block the shot or he's going to contest the shot or he's yeah. going to alter it. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no stat for that. And, and not many big men show that effort or have sure. that ability – around the league and those are those little things that don't show up on the box score but lead to excellent performances on defense on a night-to-night basis true story true true story indeed um and again i i don't i don't i don't see the turn of stuff happening man i don't i don't see it and again it technically technically couldn't happen until december 15th but we know there's interest there. I just don't. I don't know how motivated either team is 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 uh, to make a deal. So I wouldn't count on the turn and stuff. I would kind of just let that let that go by. But interesting. You're gonna have, interesting to, you're gonna have to pay turn anyways if you get him. He's yeah. at two years, eighteen million. Right. So say you get him at the deadline. All right. So you have the remaining you know, salary of year one. And then next year we're having the same conversation mm-hmm. that we're having this year with Turner. We're going to have it with, uh, with Mitch. I'm sorry. We're going to have it with Turner next year because next year he would be entering his last year at 18 million. Right. So now we're having another conversation of, you know, are we going to pay this guy? And I would think that Turner and his abilities is going to ask more money in more. the market than yeah. Mitch. Yeah. yeah. And then you have, you have uh, uh, RJ that's going to be extension eligible. Right. I mean, how many of these guys are you really, you know, unless you decide that this is your core forever. Right. Then you got to, you know, you got to put that into perspective as well. Interesting question. Uh, King Deej, you're on the Discord. King Deej, what's going on, bro? DJ's from Staten Island. You're up next on mute on Discord. What's good? What's good? First off, shout out JD. Shout out CP. Run it up. Run Let's it up. Go. Hit that no Let's way. get that thumbs up. 1.7 in here. You know what I mean? I got to see 1.7 thumbs up. Yeah. I'm going to get straight to the game, JD, CP. Like a proud father, I've been watching this kid, and I've been talking about this kid all summer. Mm-hmm. And, all, and, and you know, draft night came, and a lot of people, you know, including myself, I was upset about Trey Mann, but then I said my golden child is still on the board, and he's going to be a second-round pick. And then all I heard was Cooper, Cooper, and more Cooper. Mm-hmm. And we should take Cooper because Cooper can do this and do that. Well, McBride pretty much, I mean, you know, rule number one, obviously, given is, you know, it's summer league. But rule number two, immediately after that, is when a rookie clamps you and comes for your lunch money because he <laughs> thinks that he's better than you in every single way, then I'm judging that. I'm yep, judging yep. that. Not not all these Cooper can shoot and all these fake fans that like their favorite point guards and players out of college. None of that, man. So I just want to talk about that. That's the only thing I care about from Let's this go. game is my second pick, my second round pick that I had on the board. I was talking about him all summer. 
like a proud dad. I waited three games. So you saw him have a good game, a bad game, and then a bounce back game. I waited three games to say that. Your man Jalen Johnson, Mr. J from Florida, he didn't play tonight. He ran. So I'm just I'm just letting you know he ducked the smoke and Cooper got got killed because of that. So he did. But it's just summer league. That's what everybody's just telling me. So I guess it's just summer league when Jalen Johnson is cooking the Boston Celtics when Mm. none of them are making the roster, right? None of them. Mm. Except for maybe Peyton Richards, maybe. But you know, just wanted to say that. Just wanted to say that. Like a proud father, I feel good. On a second thought, because I was in the chat early, and I just have to say this. From now on, CP, you can't answer phone calls about anybody that wants to say they want to tank, they want to lose, Ooh. they want to they want to keep I'm, losing. I'm feeling, years, like, I'm feeling bad all the fans coming up. Yeah, because I'm not – I'm not. listen, I like to win. I treat everything like I like to win. And we've been losing forever, and you know what gifts that gave us? That gave us KP over Cat when we was the worst team in the league. And we got a top four pick, not top two. Yeah. That gave us Frank over Donovan and a whole bunch of people. You know why? Because it's not about who you chasing. It's about the picks that you hit for. That's why McBride is doing good. Quentin Grimes, I never wanted Quentin Grimes. Everybody in the chat knows I want to train man, but he's an exceptional B, B plus. Exceptional. Jericho Sims, I heard everybody on their mama this whole summer talk about Charles Basley and everybody else. And they got Jericho as what the third to the third to last pick, so it's just about who who you hitting for. It's about good organizations. They hit picks. All you guys panicked, and it was getting me upset. So I just wanted to let that be known. I don't want to hear about nobody's favorite players and all this stuff. And if you look at the scoreboard, the scoreboard shows that I'm hitting with these draft picks. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so that's all I'm gonna say. I'm a, I, I wanted Obi. I got McBride. That's all I'm gonna say, CP. Respectfully, that's all I'm gonna say. All right, no, no doubt, man. King Deej, King Deej on the check-in, bringing that smoke. Only thing I, I'll correct him on, uh, you know, everything else was cool. Only thing I correct him on is is uh, Frank didn't fall in their laps. That was just Phil being a fool, and he should have picked Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> that was just Phil being a fool. You know, it, that that just wasn't you know their, their luck or their fortune. That was just terrible. Terrible scouting and a terrible pick. But that's neither here nor there. We're, we're talking positive vibes right now. We're talking positive vibes right now. So that was King Deej. Let's bring in his arch nemesis right now. Jay from Florida. Jay, what's going on? King Deej mm-hmm. just brought the smoke. Yeah. He, he, he mentioned he mentioned your name. He, he brought a lot of things to your attention. What do you have to say right now? First off, run it up for yeah. your boys. You know what I'm saying? I hear a lot of my talking King D's. King D's talking just like me. Because I say one of up for your boys every time. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. My style is in all of them. I'm, I'm, I'm the Knicks Twitter captain. I'm the Knicks Twitter GOAT. My style is in all of them, CP. You don't see it? Yeah. King D's got to apologize, right? Jalen Johnson sat out tonight. You know why he sat out tonight? Because Nate McMillan is the king of adjustments, right? Jalen Johnson oh is going straight to the rotation. I'm telling you right now, straight to the rotation. You sit out that young boy because he's going straight to the rotation. He like Nate Miller likes what he's seeing. King D said, we can't pick him because he's a power forward. Please don't. King D don't know nothing about no drafting. Nothing. Nothing. This year I said Moody. I said Cam Thomas. I said I said Johnson. Your man Wise was like, yo, this guy knows he's talking about with the draft. King D knows nothing about basketball. Okay? I'm not even talking about King D no more. I'm done. Right? Because he's an amateur. He's a, he, he probably turned a Knicks fan in 2005. October 94, I've been through the mud with the Knicks. The mud. Listen, here's my thing, CP. 
right? I want to say I, I like this combination. CP and JD, I like this combination because it's real basketball so, talk, so, right? Mm-hmm. JD brings real basketball talk. Salute, brother. No so, hate you, in my game. Vegas, Vegas says 40 and a half wins, right? CP, what's your number? How much are you winning this year? It's the last show until October, right? How much nah, you win? Man. JD and CP, what, what are the predictions? No, nah, we not. Nah, first of all, this ain't the last show till October, man. I, I trust me. I, we'll, we'll figure it out, man. We got content for days, man. We got content <laughs> okay. for days. Okay, um, okay, okay. On the spot right now, I'll say I'll say forty-seven if we stay healthy. I'm going forty-seven. 47. I'm going optimistic, CP. This time, forty-seven. Last year I said twenty-six, and they blew that out the frame. <laughs> this year I'm going forty-seven, okay. and I just hope they don't let me down. 47. Okay. J.D., how much? Well, where, where we at? How much we at? 49. I'm write that down right wins? now. You might as well just say 50. <laughs> that's a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was trying to say 50, Might as well bro. say 50. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 49. Just, just, we just come up short. Hey, your, your man Tibbs like to play, like to play the vest so they knees fall out the socket. Um... <laughs> I like and it. I, and I, like I, I wouldn't be mad at people that say 51 52 because I, I just think when you look at some of these teams, you have some teams in the East that could play the season a little bit more conservative since they're projected to be playoff teams. And Tibbs is going to be playing every game He's to win, get. like it's the playoffs. He's so Tibbs might steal right. a few games, and, and that may be the difference. Okay. 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 I like How about Grimes. you, Jay? I think Grimes. I think Grimes. You don't want me to say because they're gonna call me, they're gonna throw tomatoes at me. You are gonna get the tomato squad on me. I don't even want to say it, man. I'm saying 30, 37, 38 wins. All right, I'm writing it down. 37, 38 wins. So, and, and what seed? Like, what what, what seed like is that? Does that come out? What seed? That sounded like a plane. What were the what were the standings yeah, last year? I think so. In in an eighty two game I season, think so. that might not even yeah, be playoffs. I think, so. I, I think I think it's not going to gel. How it needs to gel? I think I think. Somebody might get hurt with Tibbs constantly applying pressure. I just, I don't want to be a downer, man. But I, I think 30, I think we're still going to make the playoffs. We're going to make some noise. I, I'm hoping for 45, 50 wins. But okay, I don't know, man. Tibbs, Tibbs, Tibbs is Tibbs, man. Tibbs is Tibbs. Yo, IQ look afraid, man. IQ look like he's paying for his job right now with Duke. <laughs> Yo, IQ look like he was panicking out there, bro. IQ, I know you watching, bro. You got to take it easy. <laughs> Your man may be watching the pressure on you. I see it. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I keep definitely watching it in the hotel room right now. Salute, I keep. We love you, Nick Nation. Love you, but you look a little shook with, with Deuce. Deuce remind me of Rod Strickland, man. With that mid range, yeah, yeah. Mark Jackson, that kind of point guard. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's a real beast, man. I don't know, man. Deuce is Deuce is solid. I like Grimes too, man. I feel like we should kick Burks to the curb, right? Because if you put if you invest time in Grimes. With the way he could put the ball on the on the court, get his own shots, yeah. off the spin three. Grimes is nasty, man. He's nasty. Yeah, Grimes. That is was nice. a fine. And like, Grimes, Grimes I, is nice. I don't. Man. I don't see Burks. Yeah, I don't. I don't see Burks. I mean, I know it's summer league, but if Grimes comes out and he's playing well, and let's say in preseason, what's the difference between Burks and Grimes? I, I mean, oh, a lot, a lot kid. more, a lot more. You play bro. the kid and see what Be, you got. To be fair, bro, a lot more. I appreciate the culture. I appreciate, I appreciate right. you bringing that fire, man. JJ brought that fire. We, we're setting up slowly for the battle of the fans. Eventually, we're gonna have the two sides come together for for a meeting mm. of the minds. You know what I'm saying? But this is just a little preview. Just a little, just 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 a little preview for the 1800 in the chat. We do have a battle of the fans where the fans can engage with each other. Or just this, just a little preview. 
You know what I'm saying? Both sides brought the energy, JD. Both sides brought yes. energy and good talking points. And um, the play-in is what? Ninth and ten seed, right? Uh, seven, seven through ten. Seven, eight, well, nine, okay, ten. seven through ten. But in terms, okay, so the 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 earliest you can go is tenth spot. Yeah. Okay, so the last two seasons, not counting last year because it was a seventy-two game season. Mm-hmm. The last two eighty-two game seasons, if the Knicks do in fact uh, go wins thirty-seven games, they won't even get to the play, and they'll be exactly the eleventh right, seed right. based That's on okay. based on history of yeah, yeah. records. So interesting. And, and Jay and, doesn't think we're a playoff team. And and I think he's a bit sore sided with Burks, man. Burks is a, is a better shot creator than Grimes right now. Just just to be real, Burks is a better player, better shot creator, better again to the free throw line, more clutch in the fourth quarter. He's he's proven it, and and t- Tibbs will give him that leeway and that benefit of the doubt. Now anything can happen. Injuries could happen. You know, ineffective play could happen. Who knows? Who knows? Right. You, you just never know, man. And, and you know, knock on wood, hope nothing happens. But, yo, with COVID still around, guys could be going in and out of the COVID protocol this year. We, we don't know. We hope not. Hope everybody stays healthy. But that's another thing in terms of injuries, right? It might not be anything in terms of your extremities, your arms, your legs. But COVID can knock guys out for, for two, three weeks. So you just never know. You, you just never mm-hmm. know. And, you know, Tibbs relied on Burks a few times in emergency situations as that point guard. Yeah. I don't know that you could say that you can throw that assignment at Grimes nah. and he'll be able to have the shot creation ability against NBA players right. like Burks did. So that's facts. You know. Um, want to salute. Oh, I just lost this guy's super chat. My fault. Um, <clears throat> I forgot this guy's super chat. My fault. Oh, here it is. Shout out to Eric Nefron. He says, um, you guys got four players out of the summer league Four. That's awesome. Eric, shout out to you. And Eric also sends a super chat with tomatoes. I think that was going at Jay from Florida. So he sent a super chat just to throw tomatoes in Jay's direction. So shout out to, to Eric for, uh, uh, you know, coming through and showing love, man. If you guys are new in the chat, leave a hash, put a hashtag new in the chat. We'll shout you out, me and JD. Leave a hashtag new in the chat. want to see who's the new viewers in the show tonight. We got 1,800 people. It's a lot of new viewers in here. Just leave a hashtag new, and we will shout you guys out. Uh, I see Adam Rimler is in here. Team hashtag new. Adam, what's going on? How you feeling? All right, we'll, we'll take another call, and then and then we'll, uh, we'll finish up the shout-outs. Book from Queens. Book, what's good? Hey, great to see you guys. First of all, my night's overall going great, even though I just poured a bowl of cereal without realizing I was out of milk. Ooh, bro, that is the uh, ultimate know, right? L book. First, wait, that is the ultimate L, fam. <laughs> that is the ultimate L, man. What, what kind of cereal, bro? What kind of cereal are you working with tonight, bro? I, I don't need sugar, so I have the keto cereal, like the $11 no sugar, no Keto, keto cereal? What are you talking about? Like, K- like... K- no, K-E-T-O, keto, like keto. Uh, ketogenic. What are you eating? Like oat, yeah, oat no, bran? no sugar cereal. <laughs> like bran flakes? No, nah, it's good. It's good. It's, it's, like a, it's like a honey gram. It's good. It's good. Ah, well, I mean, it might not be a bad but thing, it, man. It's better with milk. Yeah, you, yeah. It's better with milk, though. I tell you that. <laughs> L. So, and before I get into the talk, <laughs> right, my man came on, roasted the previous caller for a straight 97 <laughs> seconds, and then said, no hate in my heart. <laughs> no hate in my heart. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love this show. I love this show. I love everybody who calls. Appreciate it. All right, so to get so to get <laughs> to get right to it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. So overreaction uh, is kind of for me died down in terms of. I think so. To put some respect on Alex Burke's name, 
Uh, Grimes, I think, saves us because we're thin at the larger small forward position, uh, and he slots into that more prototypically than anybody. But I don't know when he's going to realize his potential. Uh, he, he looks like the kind of guy who could possibly take an entire year to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to be ready this year the way Burks is. Burks is a clutch performer. It, when Burks was healthy last year, there was times he was regularly giving us 20 yeah. against the best defense you could have. And he can also play the one, and Grimes doesn't look like a guy who could ever slot to the one. Not that we need Burks to do that this year with uh, all of the guys we have. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, a quick note on RJ. You're talking about his defensive versatility. There's a stat for defensive versatility, and last I checked, he was actually number one mm-hmm. on the team mm-hmm. in that category. Uh, so I do trust RJ, especially second year, for him to be playing defense the way he's playing. He's probably only going to get better. And he defended Kawhi, so, and Kawhi respected his defense. Yeah, so he, did. he should be fine at the three. And I think RJ's number one physical skill is he is supernaturally strong for his agent side. Right, like off the chart. Yeah. So him at the three defending, I'm fine with. But there's another point about us defending Trey Young. Last year, when we were defending Trey Young, we were we had the burden of having to stop him because when he came down on the other end, he was guarding Bullock. Yeah. Right. And Cone was standing in the corner. This year, he got to guard Kemba Walker or R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. Right. So I don't even think he's going to be schemed against Fournier because Fournier is a bucket. But the thing about RJ, and to, to bring up the dark name of Alfred Payton, my least favorite play of the entire year last year was RJ had, it might have been Payton Pritchard or somebody like that in the post, and he's yelling for the ball. Give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. Frozen. And Alfred's like, oh, he, he throws to him, right? And so El- Alfred Payton gets in the ball, runs to the corner, and Alfred's man beelines. Over to RJ. Like, Alfred wasn't even <laughs> in a uniform. He just completely, <laughs> completely ignored, ignored Alfred Payton and doubled our 20-year-old like he was Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And and that, and that was the tape fist slamming on the desk, get this man off our team moment for me. Even though I think Alfred catches a lot of heat, but that was the fr- – I think that play was the frustration of Knicks fans kind of happening in the space of 15 seconds. And we don't have to – RJ won't have to deal with that. So if he gets mismatched against Trey or Fournier gets mismatched against Trey, if Trey's cooking us, we could cook him back. And yeah. sometimes that's the best answer you could provide. Sure. Right? Sure. Uh, absolutely, so man. And the last mm-hmm. – Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I was going to leave you guys with a question. Mm-hmm. So McBride, for me, has started a mini backup quarterback controversy, and I think we can all see it because he can guard one and two. He appears to be a pure shooter. And just eye test out of everybody in Summer League or our team, some of rookies, right, obviously topping and, and quickly great, great players. We, they, you know, quickly proved last year. Topping looks like a freak out there against these Summer League players. But eye test, McBride jumps off the screen to me. Just everything. His poise, pulling up in the three, pulling up in mid-range, passing the ball, catching and shooting, defense. Kid is a monster, and I, I honestly, if I was just saying who's our best rotation, I have to think about it now. Him versus Quick, but I think as in our current situation, they'll both get minutes because of guys resting. Yeah, Rose ain't trying to play fifteen, you know, back to back, you know, October, November, December. Like 
they, these guys are trying to rest. Kemba right. might want might need some extra time. We don't know, right? right? So that should be fine. But my my question to you guys is: having watched the summer league now, what do you now know or suspect that you didn't know or suspect before? And thank you as always. Um, it's a good question. Pre- appreciate the call, book. Um. What do I now know that I didn't that you didn't expect out of the out of the two rookies? I, I mean, I'll probably say I didn't think that they would be as maybe NBA ready as they've displayed, um, because McBride, I, I know Grimes um, was actually projected to be in that twenty-five to twenty-nine, thirty range, mm-hmm. especially going to some of the contenders. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't think, especially the way he's played of late that they would be players that we would be talking about potentially getting minutes day one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what I've learned um, from, from their performances. Yeah. I think <clears throat> based on the, the scouts that I've had on the show uh, and the people we've spoken to over the weeks leading up to the draft. And then we did the court vision with my guy, um, Alex Amarante on, on both these guys. I think what, what, what I learned about them and what I've seen is pretty much on par, you know, um, in terms of McBride, right? Obviously the defense and Grimes, same way, the defense. Um, with McBride, the three-point shooting. They both shot 40% from three in college. With McBride, um, the, the lack of pressure on the rim, you know, doesn't attack that much. Doesn't attack that much. How many free throws did he have in this game? None. At none. Doesn't attack the rim that much. And that, that's that been evident in Summer League. Grimes as well. He had, the, I think the game before this, he was a bit better. I think he got to the line uh, a couple times, maybe over five. But that was also on display. You know, his lack of um, pressure on the rim in terms of uh, in terms of offense. But other than that, I think, you know, based on the scouting reports, they've played, you as know, advertised. as advertised. Honestly, they yeah. played as advertised. Now, it seems to me as though they it warrants them getting some playing time at the next level. But let's see. Let's see what happens in the preseason. And, and let's see how the coaching staff feels about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say in terms of in terms of surprise expectations, watching them and, and based on what we've what I've heard from, you know, and, and learned from the people that have been on the show. It's been it's been pretty on spot on, bro. It's been yeah, pretty like, spot on. It, I guess if I had to pick. Because it's like you mentioned, they they've displayed all that was said on their scouting report. Um, and I think that's why, actually, when the first few games, I think that's why a lot of Nick fans were you know, a little concerned with Grimes the way he started, because it was like, wait, I thought he's supposed to be a sniper. You know what I mean? And yeah. he started off a little slow. He looked a little slow. Um, and so that, you know, gave some concerns. But the way he finished kind of sort of goes back to him coming as advertised. Um, I guess if I had to pick one, I'm actually the way that McBride has hit some of these three point shots. um, Mm. I know that he made a big jump from year one to year two. He was 31% year one in West Virginia, 40% year two. Um, So he showed the big improvement, but still, you know, at the NBA level with the NBA distance three, you know, hitting contested, NBA three-point shots is a whole different story than playing, hitting three-point shots in college versus the zone. And so I think, you know, he was five of eight today, five of eight again last game. 
at the way that he's hitting the three-point shot from all over the court, mm. I think that has actually surprised me um, and, so and far. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Um, let me salute um, some of the... You get back to the hashtag new salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. 1,800 in here on the check-in. Let me salute Alex Ortiz, team hashtag new. JBM Legacy, how you feeling? Hashtag new. I'm seeing a lot of people saying dry cereal. They go in that book. Book, man, got to get right with the keto cereal, man. <laughs> book ran out of milk. Somebody got to get books of milk, man. Alex Ortiz. Shout out to Alex Ortiz. Uh, who else we got in here? JT Reddick sends a super chat. He says, salute KFTV. Great summer league. This is going to be an interesting season with the depth. Let's hope those guys' games translate to the league. We got JR Valadares. Team hashtag new. JR, what's going on? Kenneth, how you feeling? Dana Stennis, team hashtag new. Earthbound, appreciate it. Pierre Thomas. We got uh, Joaquin Saavedra checking in from Argentina. Okay, so we, we up, we up uh, down in Argentina. Let's go. Joseph I. Patterson, team hashtag new. Uh, JD, who you, who you want to shout out in the chat, bro? Mr. I don't know. Do you shout it out OG the God? No, I didn't. Shout out okay, OG hashtag new. Shout okay. out to you, Mr. Playmore. Hashtag new. Shout out to you. Shout out to the mods and and yeah man you know everyone everyone else that's contributing in the chat. I mean that person from Argentina probably waiting for us to talk about Luca. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was no Vildoza again. You know, as we reported, the foot injury. Or as well, let's give credit to Sports Vibe for first putting that out as yeah. translated by you. You tra- Sports Live Vibe sent it to you. You translated it, gave it back to him, and he dropped it. Uh, mm-hmm. That Vildoza was out, so we knew for about two weeks now that um, that Vildoza had pretty much played his last uh, summer league game after game two out with a foot injury, and and he's headed to the preseason. Right, and Sportsvibes reported it that he, you know he was out from the get go, and yeah, it's yeah. been reported on his game to game. You know, people have been they reporting kept it the wraps. him they being kept out the game wraps. to game. Nobody yeah. has ever reported that he was totally out. So, shout out to Sportsvibes TV on that and. You know, as we mentioned, um, you know, he 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 has training camp now and hopefully he's 100 percent healthy <laughs> and McBride and Grimes and these guys, they're not letting up, man. They're not letting up. But I don't know, CP, they made this investment. Uh, you know, it's easy to say just cut him. But then you think about the investment they made when they paid, you know, for the fee. Do you yeah. just want to just let that go? So I think they'll give him, I actually think they may give him a legitimate shot to show something. And even if you cut him, in, are they able to sign him back to a two-way even if they that's cut what, him? That's they what I got to find out. That's what I got to find out. I'm going to hit up the coincidence. We'll hit up the coincidence and see what yeah. the deal is. I have to figure if he's eligible for it, they would give it to him, but I'm not so sure. Um, he might be because I, I think the only the only way that you're not eligible is if you pass I think the three-year mark, or the three, or if you're going to your fourth year, I think that's what disqualified Pinson. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think he could be, but but I'm not 100. percent So we'll find that out and see what happens because, like you said, they did invest in terms of paying to get him here, and then paying his first year, they gave him three million dollars this year. So that's that's, know, that's that's a five million dollar investment. That's a five million dollar bag right there. You know, the rest of the deal, yeah. the rest of the three years on the deal aren't guaranteed, but. You know, that's still uh, something that I would think you make that type of investment. You're going to, you know, as you find out about the two way, but you're, you know, I would think the Knicks will try to find a creative way to at least give him a year in the States. Yeah. Even if he doesn't do anything this year, 
um, you know, you try to get him acquainted for a year and then, you know, just run it back in the offseason and see what he gives you through another summer league or training camp this preseason, give him some preseason games, um, you know, things of that nature, or right. even in practice, you try to learn about him more because even as the Nick scouting have, you know, scouted him and brought him over, you know, this front office and this organization, this coaching staff, you still are learning about the player in the environment of the NBA in America. So you want to yeah. see how he responds to that, not only in one summer league game or two summer league games or even in a few Olympic games, but in uh, NBA circumstances with an NBA schedule and NBA personnel and see how he responds to that. And if he doesn't, then, hey, you take the L and you move on. True. Well, well, well said. Once again, salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Let's get those likes up. Remember, these shows are presented by Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code NYX for 20% off plus free shipping. Go out and get that lawnmower 4.0. And uh, it, it's good to go, man. The Ferrari of ball trimmers, fellas, from head to toe. Trust and believe. 20% off plus free shipping with promo code NYX. And we also ship an international so far. International viewers. Go ahead and get yours as well. No testimonials. We haven't said that in a while. No testimonials. Just go out and get it. Tell them CP sent you, man. And that is uh, Manscaped.com. I just got word our uh, the winners from our draft show uh, who got the Manscaped products. A couple winners got the Lawnmower 4.0. Another winner got the, the Performance Package 4.0. Those are in the mail right now. So you guys should be getting those this week. So, uh, yeah, man, we're taking care of the people, man. And as we spoke about Luca Vildoza from Argentina, uh, throw your cities in the chat. Where are you guys watching from? What cities are you representing from? What countries are you in? Throw your flags or your cities in the chat right now, and, uh, and we'll shout you guys out. All right, a couple more calls. We're going to go to um, three more calls. We're going to go to Craig, then Angel, and then we're going to close with Ari. So let, let's go a little bit rapid fire. Craig from South Florida, how you feeling, Craig? Hey man, what's going on? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. And I want to tell JP something, or is it JP? I don't. Yep. No, I don't need no cred. No credit. But let me talk about Nick. This team was real important. Thibodeau wanted to send the statement to this team, and he just did. Uh, I can't, yo, Craig, I can't really, your connection is not really good. Say that one more time. You hear me now? Yeah. You hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. This was a game that Tibbs wanted to send the message to. He wanted this young kid, these young kids, to bury Atlanta. If they could have scored 140 today, they would have. <laughs> That's how much he wanted this game. But, past that, do you realize the trade that was made today and how that's going to affect the Knicks? Bledsoe going to Clippers. Uh, the, yeah, for three guys. And now Rondo is open to be traded. Yeah. So, and then they come out with the Knicks are looking at this kid from New Orleans, Josh, uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't Josh. Remember yeah. His name. Yeah, Josh Hart and now, appreciate the call, right. Craig. Just, so Josh Hart just went to the went to the Pelicans. Um, and then you had the Bledsoe uh, trade. Bledsoe got traded for um, Pat Beverly, Rondo, and, and another player. So you got Eric Bledsoe. Daniel Oturo. Oh, yeah. Daniel Oturo, who was a draft pick last year. Yeah, center. Yeah, he was another guy Knicks Nation was was in love with, man. Knicks Nation was yeah. loving this some Daniel Oturo out of Minnesota. Yeah, because he averaged Minnesota. like 11 rebounds. In, yeah. In, so. <laughs> out of Minnesota. So, 
But yeah, Josh Hart did re-up. Josh Hart did re-up. And uh, yeah, I, I did think... Uh, I felt like these young Knicks were playing for something against this Atlanta team, you know, this Atlanta G League team. By, by. Yeah, they, they they definitely tried to bury them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they were definitely trying to bury them. All right, let, let, we, we're wrapping up now. Let's go to Angel from Philly. Angel, how you feeling, bro? Yo, yo, yo. What's good, CP? My yo. boy, JD. What's good, fellas? How you doing, bro? What's going on? What's going on? I'm good, bro. First thing first. Yo, CP, how many likes do we got right now? How many likes we got? We got 1,000. We hit 1,000 likes right now. 1,000 likes. Let's go. Hey, listen, man. First thing first, man. Hit that thumbs up for y'all boys, man. If it's over 1,800 people in the chat, man, we need 1,800 likes, man. Hit that thumbs up. But, um, hey, listen, man, um, I am trying so hard not to get hype about this team that we got right now, you know, um, I mean, thank God we ain't got Alfred Payton, man. That, that just, whew, just that alone, that's going to give us like 10 wins. And, J.D., you said something about 49 wins. Hey, brother, I need you to aim higher, bro. I need you to go out on a limb. <laughs> we need that 50, man. We're going to get 50 wins, man, because I'm going to tell mm. you why. And then I'm going to end it with asking a question. But first, CP, you got to uh, gotta start charging R because I'm about to give a shout-out to R. My boy R, what's good, bro? <laughs> yeah, we about but, to start um, charging R <laughs> <laughs> but um hey listen um honestly um I, I do like the three guard rotation with IQ Grimes and McBride mm-hmm. and then you add Obi into that mix I mean I think that's going to be the future right now and I think honestly if they play like that in the in the uh, preseason mm-hmm. I honestly think Alex Burke this is going to be his last year because I don't think you can keep these kids on the bench for too much longer you know I mean obviously they're going to get some time but, man, like the way McBride and, and Grimes, I just like the way when these teams are setting picks and screens, they're attacking the screens and they're mm-hmm. forcing, you know, teams to really adjust and these teams can't score. And you're going to need that when it comes to this NBA, man, because that's all these teams do is set screens and picks, you know. And I'm going to be honest, man, like just by, you know, the players that we drafted. I mean, we got to give a shout-out to this front office, man, because everybody was killing us that we didn't get Trey Mann and we didn't get, you know, all these other players. But, man, like, with who we drafted, I mean, look at how they look now, you know. And obviously they're going to get better and it's going to take time. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you something, man. With this team that we got right now, I mean, look at how deep it is, bro. You know, and to be honest, I don't see how we don't get 50 wins. You know, like, if we could – you know, um, if Tiz can just open that lineup, you know, I'm cool with uh, Kemba Walker playing 55 games or 60 games, you know, due to his knee. And the same thing with Rose because obviously you want to keep him fresh for the playoffs. But if these kids play like this, I don't think we're going to lose anything. And a lot of these teams, they don't have a bench like how we do. You know, like we got Derrick Rose coming off the bench. Yeah. Imagine with these two kids playing the way they're playing. So my honest opinion I mean, let me know what you guys think. But I, I do think that, you know, if these kids can get some playing time in the regular season, I do think Burst is out of here in one year because there's no way you can keep these kids on the bench for that much longer. And as always, brothers, be safe, and thank you guys for taking my call. Appreciate, Appreciate it, bro. It, y'all. Appreciate it. Well, remember, it's only, it's only a two-year deal. So it's not like – you know he's he's really gonna be blocking that that much. I, if, I I think if they see a deal where they can make a trade or, or trade off some of these vets for something that brings back value, they'll they'll do it. But 
I also believe that, you know, they'll take their time, just like they did with IQ. You know, I think they'll take their time with uh, with with developing these kids. You know, Tibbs is going to play these vets, but, but if these kids are ready and the opportunity presents itself, they will get a chance. They, yeah. They'll get a chance. They've gone this far. They're either going to continue to build the way that they've, you know, slow and steady or, you know, hey, you know, some of us may not like to hear it because we, you know, and I do too, we get attached to homegrown players, but they're also stockpiling potential yeah. assets. And, you know, at the end of the day, the goal is to win a championship. I'm attached to the trophy at the end of the day. That's what, what I want. That's what we all want. So, you know, they are building themselves to be in a very good situation. That's a fact. All right, let, let's close it out with Ari. I, I wanted to do summer league grades. I'm gonna, let's save it for Sunday. Just, just for the interest of time, we'll save that for Sunday and and, uh, and and wrap Summer League up that way. Let's go to Ari to close out the show. Ari, how you feeling, bro? Hey, guys. What's going on? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Good, bro. What's going on? Not much. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I, for, like, first of all, number one, Channing Fry is just a national legend. I love that guy. They got to have – they should replace him with – replace Richard Jefferson and put Channing Fry on, honestly. He was amazing, but um, <laughs> yeah. listen, you know, I listen. How can you not like what happened in that game? Apparently, the Knicks made twenty-one threes, and that mm-hmm. was more than the team has ever made in history of the of the the Knicks. They made more threes this game, so um, you know, I think they all played. I think all the rookies played well. And listen, you know, obviously the first rule of summer league is this is summer league. We know what happened with Kevin Knox, um, but what I will say is this: you know, McBride looks like an absolute steal, but I will say. I mean, he was going. The person who was guarding him today was like five foot ten. Like the the competition he's going against in the summer league, especially at the point guard position, this guy's gonna have to lace it up against Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell. Like, I think we just need to pump the brakes with him a little bit. Like, I'm I'm very happy with what I see with him. I, you know, he looks great. He looks like a steal. I you know I think he should be a rotation. He should get minutes, but like, let's just pump the brakes a little bit. All right. Yeah, yeah. With Quentin Grot. With Quentin Grimes, what I will say is this. He's a little bit more fast twitchy than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. Like, he's pretty quick, man. I think the problem with him is his handle isn't there. Right. I, but I think once he gets his – I think once he gets his handle, he has the, the the fast twitch, like DSJ-type fast twitch to get his own shot. I think once he gets his handle down, he's gonna be, his game's going to open up for him a lot because he can clearly hit the three. And, you know, he's, he's, he's quick, man. I watch him. He, he, he's really quick. So I just think he needs to get the handle to come along. And, you know, I think it'll be good for him. Jericho Sims, I, I, to me, I just, you know, I love that dude. I cannot believe how athletic this guy is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see why. He, I, if, he was, if he was drafted number 10, if he was a lottery pick, like the perception about him wouldn't be two-way contract or anything like that or anything like that. It just goes to show you that, like, where you get drafted, kind of like it's like puts a stain on you. If you get drafted in the second round, you kind of have like an uphill battle because everything he's shown is like he's the most athletic person on the court by far. The Knicks posted a, a thing on Instagram where it looks like this guy's literally taking off from a trampoline. His, his <laughs> chin is at the his yeah. chin is at the rim. Thanks. All right, and he's only 22 years old, and he can shoot free throws, and he's got some post moves. Like, like I think we're sleeping. Like, we're all talking about Grimes McBride. 
just because he's the 58th pick doesn't mean we have to sleep on this guy. Jokic was like the 47th pick. Sure. You know what I mean? Isaiah Thomas was the last pick in the draft. Gilbert Arenas was second round pick. So don't don't sleep on this guy either. And then um, one more thing I want to say mm-hmm. is that you know one of the call one of the callers called in right and was like, what did you think we learned? Like, what do you what do you guys say you think we learned from the summer league? And what my answer would be is that I think we I think we might. Maybe. I'm not 100% sure, but I think we might have enough pieces to move in a trade without having to include, include R.J. Barrett to maybe make a move at one of the at, for, for, for a star. Everybody's in love with trade, CP. He, he starts the call by saying, don't overreact. We overreacted too much. And ends the call by saying, we got enough to, to make a major move without putting no, much I, in the I trade. didn't say we have enough. I said maybe. Like, we have, it looks like we have three guys who are rotation pieces, who could be future it's rotation possible. pieces, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's possible. And listen, here, here's the thing. And these Knicks fans have to grow up. You guys, you guys treat... You guys treat your the Knicks players like they're your pet, like it's a dog. Like you like you have such an emotional attachment for these guys. It's ridiculous. Listen, Mitchell Robinson is the only guy on this team who is expendable, who has trade value, okay? You just invested twelve million dollars a year in Nerlens Noel, okay? Jericho Shims is showing you promise, right? I don't care how much you love Mitchell Robinson. All right. I don't care how athletic he is and what his ceiling is, all right? The goal is to win a championship. It's like what JD said. The goal is to win a championship. We are not going to win a championship with this team. We're not going to win a championship if you re-sign Mitchell Robinson, re-sign Obi Toppin, re-sign R.J. Barrett. These communists in the chat think money grows on trees. It's just absolutely ridiculous, all right? You have to make a move. You have to make a move, all right? And, like, like, it's all good. We're doing well. We're doing well, and we're heading in the right direction. But if you guys – if King Deej really wants to win, you got to make a move. And King Deej, listen, Oof. listen, I know – He was doing so well. To, listen, to, the tomatoes are out listen, right now, Ari, in abundance, bro. The tomatoes are flooding Deej, the chat. Flooding listen, the chat Listen, right King Deej, you, I, know you, I know what you're doing. You're doing what Serge tried to do to me. You're trying to, you're trying to chase a little cloud, trying to go at Jay from Florida. I get it. Listen, man, let, let's get one thing straight, bro. This all caps thing that you're doing on the chat and in Instagram, I've been doing that since 2017, bro. All right? Literally since 2017, all right? You talk like Jay. You chat like me. Listen, it's okay, man. Like, you know, I, I take it as a compliment. I take it as a compliment. I'm sure Jay is pretty, you know, imitations, oh, yeah, you know, the highest form of flattery. I'm sure Jay takes it as a compliment, compliment also. But listen... You know, there's nothing wrong with being King Deej, right? You don't have to be like me and Jay. There's nothing wrong with being King Deej, right? So you should, you should own that. You know, you're a good guy. You're cool. And, um, you know, you don't have to, you know, copy our style, all right? You, you should make your own style, man. You're a cool dude, all right? So thank you for the call, all right? All right, bro. Peace, bro. Yo. Yo, what happened? That that, man? that call had that call has so many layers. It has so <laughs> many layers, bro. That that's Ari for you, man. That's wow. Ari for you, man. I was it was like this. Yeah. I was going yeah, bro. Okay, I get you that you know, uh, because of the you you got me there with the whole let's not overreact, you know, to the players and then he he says that we can make a pull off <laughs> a trade we can make without a block trade. <laughs> so I guess you think the same of the players then because <laughs> I get what. Okay, so let's let, let's do it. Uh uh McBride, Grimes, <laughs> and Noel for Bradley Beal. <laughs> 
<laughs> my guy, shout out my guy A.O. Powell. He says, that was a five tomato call. <laughs> Angelo Carlos says, this thing took a turn. <laughs> shout out. Then he, then he starts going at King D's. Now he wants to smoke with King D's. We might have a triple threat battle yeah. of the fans coming up, man. That's why people say uh, the content is done till, till training camp. No way, man. Content continues. Content that's continues, what, man. That's why you have to continue to stay tuned to Knicks Fan TV because you just never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, no, but um, but the plan is is, is that at the very least uh, on Sundays, uh, we're, I'm gonna start up a, a Sunday pod going through this going through the season. So we'll keep that going through uh, starting this Sunday, starting this Sunday, and that'll be composed of comprised of uh, interviews. We'll do some all-season content, some player grades, some season reviews. We'll, we'll finish up, wrap up Summer League Sunday with player grades as well. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're just a little bit over a month from training camp. Training camp starts September 28th, so it's right around the corner, just, just a couple of weeks and we're right there. So keep it locked to Knicks Fan TV. No doubt about it. We're going to have the content continuing to to, uh, to keep us going into training camp and then preseason. And, and then, boom, we're right there at the start of the season in October. So uh, the time will go by very fast, bro. Very, very fast. Absolutely. Summer League is over. And we are about to begin the ditty gritty. Yeah. It's, 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 we're almost there. We're almost there, and it's going to come here in the blink of an eye because, you know, like you said, training camp is right around the corner, and then it'll be preseason, and let's see. Let's get it. Yeah. Trevon Cash into Super Chat. He said the trade will be for Carl Anthony Towns by the end of next summer. Bank on it. King D sends two Super Chats. He says, number one, Jay from Florida said, no Halliburton on record. Q&A 2020 draft at 51 minutes. <laughs> no, he said no Halliburton for the whole draft series last year. No Obi, but he's saying I don't know hoops. This man down with the ops. This is your king, Debbie Downer. Ooh, he said this is a skirmish. Yeah, this, this things are heating up, man. Things are heating up. This is gonna be better than a, than a Triller fight. Trust me, them Triller nice. fights are fixed. This is gonna be better than a Triller fight, people. So stay tuned for that. Battle of the Fans Part Four. King Deej and Jay from Florida are gonna go at it. Uh, and he sends another super chases, and I don't want to be compared to losers slash tankers again. So I'm gonna switch up with that run it up slogan. Don't worry, run it up is all his. All right, so King Deej is coming with something different. Shout out JT Reddick. He says, uh, Salute KFTV, great summer league. Uh, this is going to be an interesting season with the depth. Let's hope those guys games. Okay, translate to the league. Appreciate that. And I'm, try- I'm trying to get to the other super chats, man. My fault if you guys sent the super chat. I'm trying to get to the rest. You know what? In the meantime, JD, go ahead and uh, sign out. I'm going to get to the other super chats. Go ahead, bro. All right. Well, thank you guys. Shout out to the chat. You know, shout out to all the fans that continue to support. Have over 1,600 in the chat still towards the end of the show. Knicks win tonight. We got three dislikes. One from Nate McMillan, one from Trey Young, and one from Sharif Cooper. Yeah, that's a fact. So, you know, the haters are still always there. Hey, man. But but we here. Mm -hmm. We here. And let's keep going with the offseason. I'm ready for training camp. Definitely ready for training camp, bro. Uh, just let the people know where they can find you, man. JD Sports Talk NY on Twitter and JD Sports Talk on YouTube. Pretty simple. And yeah. Yes, sir. And 
and a couple other things. So number one, salute to all the mods. Definitely appreciate it. Appreciate all the help, TM, Dave. I saw the shells was in here tonight. Keith Sinclair, always helping out above the rim. Appreciate it. King Deej, appreciate it. Ari, appreciate it. Yeah, man, all the mods, everybody who reps Knicks Fan TV, everybody who's sharing these videos, hitting that thumbs up button, uh, commenting on the videos, definitely appreciate it. Try to get to all the comments, man. It's so much every show. It's, uh, you try, definitely try, but, you know, keep, keep commenting, keep sharing, keep subscribing, and, uh, and we'll try to get to all of them. I'm trying to find... Where the rest hey, shout out shout out to big tone hashtag no i had it in my mind big and tone want, want to make sure that i shout you out since you did write hashtag new right when we finished uh the nice. shout out so big shout tone. out to you appreciate it man appreciate it where is this thing right here where is this thing all right while I, while I look for that to salute the rest of super chats remember this show is available also in audio podcast format spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast amazon alexa stitcher all the major ones so if you miss it on video you can always catch it on audio and and yeah man right after the show's over with we'll have the podcast up and running for you remember the rj 40k giveaway that's autographed rj barrett basketball will be one of yours. We're going to give it away on Sunday's show. So make sure you go to KnicksFanTV.com and sign up. And there's multiple ways to gain additional entries. So you, you definitely want to follow those directions. And good luck to all of you there. My fault, man. YouTube is just tripping with the Super Chats, man. But for everyone who did donate, appreciate it. Definitely appreciate all the support. See you guys Sunday, man. CPJD, we out of here.